everyone. Good morning. This is Nikki Tudge and Judy Luther. We are Good morning. We're here today to talk through the PPG newsletter. And I have just mistakenly and um, okay, Judy, I'm gonna have to ask you to yes. check our Facebook group and just make sure we're streaming. Oh, you because bet. I, I just changed my screen to go check and I realized that we're sharing our screen so people won't be able to see it. So Thank you, everybody. Um, all right, so I was out running this morning and it suddenly occurred to me that we sent out a really fancy shimanty newsletter. And then it also occurred to me that in, with, in full inclusivity, we probably have some members that may struggle to either find the time or to get through this. Mm -hmm. So I very quickly, I'm just gonna put our captions on so that folks that can, um, can't necessarily hear can um, also see the, um, the captions. So I was out running this morning and I thought, wouldn't it be great if we had sort of an audio version of our newsletter, which we can also podcast afterwards. So here we are to do a quick review of our newsletter. And actually, Judy, in full transparency, yep. I'm, I'm doing this because I miss seeing you last Friday because we haven't done a chat and chocolate for a couple of weeks. I know. So. You were doing the kit, the cat one, and I had so yeah. much to add. Yeah. You know, I yeah. know nothing about cats, but yeah. yeah. Well, I, you know, I actually know more now than I did about a month ago because Paula Garber is, is faculty at Dognostics and we just did a pet care technician um, workshop. So Paula did some fabulous webinars on feline communication and tools and equipment and ethology and enrichment. And I, I, I obviously was part of putting them together. And I've had a cat most of my life. I've actually had cats for much longer than I ever had dogs, but I just never learned about their communication system, not in the same way that mm -hmm. I did about dogs. So was really nice. Well, I, I'm lucky because I have a cat expert in my area and we're very good friends. So if I have any cat questions, I just call Pam and say, Pam, yeah. I call Paula. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Paula? And Paula's there too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Help me. Right. Right. All right. Well, actually, and um, Paula is now our box editor and she's doing a really fabulous job. So We've actually rebranded our member newsletter because it used to be called Barks from the Guild. And when we thought about it, we thought, well, it's actually Barks magazine is a completely separate product. And it's a product that everybody has access to the public, our membership. But our newsletter really is for our members. So we've rebranded it PPG member news. Um, those of you that had previously signed up through um, Constant Contact will have got a version of this through your subscription to Barks from the Guild. And then this morning, an email went out to all members of PPG and PPG British Isles, a really short email that had a link that said, click here to read the newsletter. And if you read it, this is what you go to, which is the archived version of the newsletter, which is also available through the website. And I'm just going to scroll down really quickly because there's so much information in here. So yeah, let's chat through it, Judy, because I, I know you're okay. sort of a significant part of so much of this. So the first thing in the newsletter talks about Arizona. How much fun are we having putting Arizona together? It's so much fun. And it's just going to get better because yeah. I just got off the advocacy panel meeting. And you and I haven't even discussed it yet. Right. But uh, there's some ideas from the oh advocacy. Yeah. Yeah. Just excellent. wait. Just excellent. wait. Yeah. Excellent. So we're going to have so many fun activities in Arizona. Mm -hmm. I, I'm looking mm -hmm. forward to it. I hate that it's a year away. I know. I know. And it's funny because I... I, I I was looking at the end of my calendar till the end of the year and I have a really I'm actually doing an ultra race next weekend which is my first in about 20 years so I, we've been training for that for the last three months and I said to Rick where's the year gone the race is here it's bloody October 
where has the year gone this year? It's gone so quickly. And then I thought after, and then we've got the Robert Hewings events, which we'll talk about in just right. a minute. But we're also fast and furious into planning our first summit in three years, the Arizona Summit, which we're hosting at the Arizona Humane Society. Dog Biz are partnering with us. They're doing a full day of their Thrive program the day, the day before it. Um, and I'm just going to talk about some of the activities we're doing because our events are known to be fun. But on the first night, which is our reception night, we're doing sort of an enrichment evening for adults, aren't we? And Kelly and Dale mm-hmm. have come up with a whole bunch of activities so basically the first night at the cocktail reception it's going to basically be human enrichment playing fun games with each other going through 10 enrichment stations it's going to be an absolute hoop it's stuff that we should be doing to make our lives better and it's things that we should be thinking about with our dogs too we need to be letting them have fun yeah and actually I'm just going to wait these two books here because these are two books that I bought recently and I bought them because I have the audio books I listen to them when I'm running and one of them, the neuroscience of emotions, I'm really into the brain, and um, talks about the fact that as adults and as children, if we play and then go into a learning environment, we retain so much more information. I think it's something like 70%. Um, and the, the, um, the author of this was suggesting that even in schools, children should be going to school playing and then going to their first mm-hmm. session. They shouldn't be going straight from home into their first session. So play is so important, isn't it? And we always talk about play with our dogs. We should be playing ourselves. It's, it's, it's so incompatible with stress and fear and anxiety. We need to get back to just good old play. I'll tell you how important it is. There was a school in Ohio. I don't remember the town. It was an elementary school and they took play out of the school, right? Uh, as we're seeing in a lot of schools. Right. And they saw their ADHD, um, incidents of ADHD and the kids mm-hmm. just rose like crazy. And yeah. they said, you know, let's try something. Let's do play before school. Let's do play throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And their incidents of ADHD just plummeted. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. Yeah. You know, so we need to play. If you do a play session with your dog before a learning session, Mm -hmm. they learn so much better. And it's the same with us too. So we just have to have fun and play. Absolutely. So this is so. So so we're doing a whole bunch of that because we've got two other evenings. Mm -hmm. We've got one evening, which is going to be a treasure hunt. So for those of you that remember Tampa 2016, we're going back to our treasure hunt around the facility, which is on 12 acres. And then we're doing an evening, which is enrichment around the fire, isn't it? We're going to be doing enrichment around the shelter. And um, yeah, there's going to be so much fun. So we, yeah. And I have to tell you, we've already secured five amazing presenters. And for those of you that don't know, um, there is a call for presenters. So um, come and join us in Arizona 2023. But if you've got any great information, go to the website. We're doing it a little bit differently this, this time. We've actually created a fabulous list of the presentation topics we want to feature and you can submit your application to present. So if you want to present, go ahead and do mm-hmm. that. I don't remember the deadline off the top of my head. I think it's um, the middle of November. Anyway, so that's Arizona. Now, Judy, you and I are going to be seeing each mm-hmm. other in a couple of weeks as well, because you're yeah. down here for the Robert Hewings events. There's two events, yes. Robert and Karen. Send and Sensibility, which is a three-day event um, to, to talk about all the really cool ways you can use scent in with all the different types of training we do. And then there's an advanced handling. And again, we've got some really fun stuff going on here. And I got to tell you, Rob and Karen have actually become really dear friends of mine over the last few years. They are such fabulous people. They are amazing presenters. They're so knowledgeable. 
And from our perspective, I told Rob on the phone a couple of days ago that I'm just treating it as a vacation because they are such competent mm -hmm. individuals. They will literally arrive on site and take over, do their event, host it, manage it, moderate it, make sure everyone has a good time. So you and I can just sit there and hang out, look it all up and learn it all. That's yeah. Right. And it's not too late to register. We've got a virtual registration for the three-day program. So if you can't come to Florida, but you want to get in on that three-day program, you can register. We're going to be live streaming it through our YouTube account. Which is, is there cool. are there any are there any in-person spots available? But there are for or is auditors. It sold out? Yeah, there's a, for auditors. Um, yeah, we have twenty working spots. But I have to tell you, even if you come as an auditor you're going to be right there in the room watching and getting involved. And um, I know from the last time we did this, the auditors said that they almost felt like they had dogs with them because they got so involved in it that it didn't, it didn't, they don't really felt that they didn't really feel that it depleted their experience by not having their own dog. So, you know, Nikki, I never take a dog to a workshop I don't. unless it's, you know, I, I did a scent workshop and mm -hmm. I took my dog, but um, generally I don't because mm -hmm. I learn so much more when I can sit back and watch everybody yeah. and not have to right. worry about exactly. because you know I'm so worried about my dog being happy yeah. that if she's not happy I'm not going to I'm going to miss part of the seminar exactly because I'm going to make sure she's happy so auditing yeah. spots are the way to go absolutely and it's I'm really glad you said that because I know when I've done events at my place before, people have always said, oh, you're not going to bring your dog. It's like, no, my dog, this is my dog lives here. She enjoys this atmosphere. Mm -hmm. I actually did. I took her down to an event we did with Colleen Ellis. I went and got her at lunchtime and brought her down to our schoolroom. And she ran into the room and just went, oh, my God, what is going on in my room? Because it was like, this is my room. There. She hated it. Yeah. Yeah. So, get these people out of my room. Exactly. Why are you in my playroom? <laughs> So I don't take my dog, not, I, I, I have taken her in the past to events that I am actively working in, like, you know, training, mm -hmm. but when you've got right. a, when you've got a responsibility towards the event, I just don't think it's fair on her. And I always think to myself, if I mm -hmm. ask my dog, would you rather come hang out with me for eight hours in a hotel and have to be created some of the time and have loads of people there and not be the center of attention or stay home with dad and be little princess center of attention? She would be like, I'm staying home with dad. I'm staying home with dad because he's going to let me do whatever I want right. and when mom comes home the house is going to be a wreck and I'm going to be yeah. muddy and yeah exactly. that's more fun Ex exactly. Yeah. exactly we know how Rick is yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's that far different from Kevin so to be no, fair no yeah. Kevin's the same way I'm kind of yeah. scared about leaving but I know they'll, come, they'll be alive They'll be alive. Everything else might be gone. But they'll still be alive. Happy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All the plants will be dead, but everything else will be yeah. the dog will be really happy. That's, yeah. That's right. That's exactly. all that matters. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So then we've got in our newsletter, we've got all the events that are coming up. We've got a great event with Nancy Tucker and Harmonious Walks. We've got Veronica Battelle and Gina Farris from Dog Biz, one of our corporate partners and our really good friends over at Dog Biz. They're doing a webinar called Build It for Them and they will come. Irit Bloom is doing a webinar, I'm Out of Control. Um, who else have we got here? Oh, Shannon Riley Coiner is doing a How to Help Puppies and Kittens that Require Confinement During Socialization. Christy Benson, love Christy's webinars. Um, vibrant, vulnerable village dogs, what, what we can learn about our pets from them is also doing a webinar. So loads Ooh. and loads of webinars coming up. Yeah, that takes that'll be a good through. one. Yeah, yeah. And then we've got our divisional meetups. And I know your division, the canine division, had uh, Leslie McDevitt as a guest in the last one. That was yes. fun, wasn't it? Yes. And that was, and uh, Kelly handled that one. Mm -hmm. It was fabulous. Yeah, it was really absolutely. good. 
Yeah, inclusivity just had one, and I enjoyed that one a lot as yeah. well. And we we yeah. have another one coming up on next Monday, actually. So for okay. those of you that don't know, inclusive the divisional membership meetups is a brand new membership program that got rolled out about a month ago. Every division, every second month, we'll do a membership meetup. It's free. We will have a guest on, and it will be hosted by the division, and it will be a specific topic that we talk about, and it's really casual. So if you are a presenter or you're an author, come and come and be a guest on one of our um, divisional meetups. You don't have to prepare a PowerPoint. It's really informal. You literally introduce your topics, spend a few minutes, and then just sit back and chat with our members who are all on Zoom. They can come on camera. Really, really nice environment. And, and we're going to be having one. I'm just going to kind of preload this into you guys as mine. Yeah. We're going to have a really neat one in canine division, not until the spring, but it is right. going to be senior dog snake bite of, or snake avoidance. Cool beans. Oh, and it's positive. Right. It's going to be so much fun. I'm so, so glad. Yeah. I, let me just say, I'm so glad you mentioned that because I actually have a picture on my phone that I took from my run this morning of a coral snake that my me and my dog almost Ooh. stepped on. And they're the most lethal snake in Florida. And we're running, yeah, down, we're running down a trail and suddenly my dog put the brakes on. And because she put the brakes on, I went, oh, crap, because I almost sort of triple salkered over her, stopped, looked down, and there's a coral snake on the path basking in the sun. So I moved Doody back, mm. put her in a sit stay, took some pictures, moved it along with a big piece, big piece of stick. And then ran off. And while I was running off, it, it reminded me, and I was actually going to post about this on Facebook today, how important it is when we're teaching our dogs cues for recall and emergency waves mm -hmm. to teach them with the same inflection in our voice that we would use if we were panicking. Absolutely. Right? Because it's all Absolutely. very well going, come. But if you if your dog's about to run under a juggernaut, you're not going, come, you're going, come. Yeah. And, and you, yeah, I tell my clients, use your mad voice, use your scared voice, yeah. use your, you know, panicked voice. Right. Because we don't want to scare them with our tone. Absolutely. So, yeah. so well, when, I, when I kind of went, oh, crap, I was telling Rick when I got yeah. back, my dog just looked at me as if to say, oh, God, she's off on a rant again. Um, right. Because that, you know, I mean, I'm quite a loud, noisy, sort of bullyish, clumsy individual. My dog used to me falling over, swearing, cursing, rassing, or whatever you, however you describe <laughs> it. So she just sort of looked at me and went, got a problem, dude? Um, but but some dogs would have been massively traumatized by me going, oh, crap, as I tumble over the floor, right? So right. it is really important. And I remember Louise stapleton Brappel, my business partner at Dognostics, years ago, her dog Jambo um, got a, a bufo toad in its mouth. And for those of you that know, bufo toads are massively poisonous for dogs. Literally, as soon as the toxin is released, they can be in serious trouble. Mm. And Louise saw Jambo at the other side of the yard with a bufo toad in his mouth, went into a massive panic situation, called him to come back. And because she had proofed her recall cue in a panic voice, he turned around, came back and dropped the toad. And she was able to get the hose pipe in his mouth and get him to the vet. The vet said, if you hadn't have got him within two or three minutes, he would probably could have died. He would have died. So those emergency cues are so important. So prove them as you will use and need them, not your happy, relaxed voice. It's right. Not your work. Right. Yeah. It makes so much difference. Absolutely. I've actually got some pictures of those snakes. I was going to blog about it today. Um, yeah. All right. So um, coming up is the, and I, I, this is in the newsletter because it's the next one, October 24th, Inclusivity Division. And I just want to speak to this a little bit. 
because I was kind of upset by a couple of the emails that I got from some of our members that basically said, you know, people, you should stick to dog training and not be talking about inclusivity, which I thought was a little a tad bizarre. So from our perspective, we want an organization that is not just diverse, but is inclusive. So we don't just have a diverse membership, but everybody in the organization feels welcome to participate and contribute. We also think it's really important as an association that we all understand that we're all very different. I mean, Judy and I, if we started looking at our differences, I'm, an, I'm English, she's American. She lives up in the North, I live down here. There's probably multiple differences. People uh, like Judy, Americans, are going to be my customers. So I need to understand a little bit about their culture, their society, what makes them feel inclusive so that I can better be a better colleague, a better support, and also get better marketing. So the first one we did was, um, what was the first? Hispanic. We celebrated Hispanic Month, and we had Ken Ramirez and... Um, Sandra, Sandra Machado, Lorena Patsy, and also Eduardo Fernandez came on to talk to us about their communities and their cultures so that we can better understand them. So Monday, so Monday, October the 24th, the inclusivity division is going to be focused on the LBGT community because it's National Coming Out Day. And it's also October also has a mental health day as well. So we're going to be talking to a couple of our members who do deal with um mental you know, PTSD or mental trauma so that we can better understand how we can better support our own community. And I personally am prepared to put as much time as possible into this because I do think it's significantly important for the health of our association that we are able to reach a broader range of people and that they do feel truly comfortable and that we're all collectively supporting each other. You so, know, um, Nikki, I will tell you, I, I went to the last one the Hispanic. And, and I got to tell you, I messaged Sandra afterwards and I'm like, wow, mm -hmm. I, you know, they, they struggle because people don't look at them in the same light right. as Hispanic. And I, I messaged Sandra. I'm like, wow, I don't know yeah. what cliff I've been living off of because mm -hmm. I don't feel that way. I feel the total opposite. Mm -hmm. You know, I look at, at the individuals. I mean, Lorena, how long have I known her? And they're right. fabulous trainers. And I look at them as being above yeah, yeah. The other trainers, right? Yeah. Yeah. I look at them yeah. as having skill sets and knowledge. And yeah. I don't even think about, you know, any type of background, any mm -hmm. type, you know, are you Hispanic? Are you Chinese, mm -hmm. German? I, I don't look at that. Right. So right. realize that people do. It was kind of a shock to my system a little bit. And just Absolutely. Start yeah. Well, I mean, Valerie, Valerie Ross, who's on our inclusivity division, mm -hmm. um, she says, I mean, she's from the LBGT community and, and Angel Rowe, who's from the LBGT community. I mean, right. they'll tell they'll tell you that they're, when, they, when they are when they're looking for service providers for them, they can go to someone's website and they can immediately tell from the language of the website whether their business is going to be welcome or not, which it's absolutely sad. It's, it is very sad. Yeah. So I think it's really important that we understand this and, and, and understand not just for our marketing, but our, for our, you know, helping everybody feel completely welcome and appreciated. Because I would hate to think that my website is using some type of language that in some way is offending or insulting to somebody of another, another culture. I would find that, I would be devastated if I thought that. So it's, it's I, I have to tell you, the only I really struggled with our inclusivity division when we first launched it because I was chairing it 
And it because it wasn't to do with dog training or pet care, I was really out of my debt. I didn't, I was very, it was very uncomfortable for all of us to be, because we all sort of, you know, tiptoed around each other. Now we don't. Now we have a great team. Everyone's very comfortable. We're very trusting. And we have some fabulous conversations about the types of things that PPG can be doing. But it wasn't until I immersed myself into that culture that you really start to understand what white privilege means, because we sort of drift through our life, not even thinking about the doors that open for us that don't open for other people. It's very disturbing. Yeah, it is. So come and join us on Monday, October 24th. We've got Valerie Ross, Angel Rowe, Lottie Bennett, and Ruby Wells that are all going to be there as our guests, representing their individual communities. And myself and Lorena Patti will be hosting it. So come and join us. That is going to be a fun one. Yeah. That group of ladies. Oh, oh my gosh. Hilarious. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So then our next chat and chuckle is this Friday. And this has actually been um, updated now because Judy's going to be hosting this with a sidekick of Kelly Fahey. Um, I'm not able to attend. So Kelly, Kelly's part of the Dog Biz Thrive program, knows Dog Biz really well. So probably is the best person to co-host this because she understands the program. But Dog Biz are going to be talking about their Thrive program and their, how their enrollment's going to be open and all the great ways that you can benefit from their Thrive program. So that'll be this Friday. Um, the advocacy panel, our next advocacy panel, that's hosted by Don Hansen and I, Sidekick Don, is October the 28th. And we're going to be talking about the top 10 tips on how to network and spread the mission. So that's really important. Don and the advocacy committee, Judy might be able to give us some insight. We're actually looking at changing the date and time of the advocacy panel next year. I don't know if you discussed, Judy's just jumped off an advocacy meeting. Yeah. So, um, so watch out for news on that unless Judy can give us a sneak preview of anything. We don't. We don't have a new date and time. We discussed it briefly because we were working a lot on topics for our advocacy meetups. So that'll be coming soon, but it won't be until the first of the year. So we've got time to get that information. Excellent. All right. The Feline um, Division Lounge, the next one is November the 8th. And I just want to give a shout out to Beth Edelman here because the feline division has been doing their lounge for two or three years and it's been really successful that their committee loves it and it was actually the model that we modeled the membership meetups um, around and they don't record them because they they want the conversations to be very free-flowing and very confidential so you only benefit from it if you actually attend the live session so when we looked at you know taking it as a best practice and extending it across other divisions we thought okay let's take the stuff that will really work but we have to be able to record it because we need to be able to make it available to other members afterwards so the membership meetups are very similar but they're recorded a bit more formal and obviously have a different name so the next one's november the 8th ppg has a facebook group called ppg all about cats if you're a ppg member then go ahead and join that and you can get involved and i'm just going to sneak up here because i just love this program and i have to tell you judy i've had so many emails from people i love the logo i love the name i love the concept and it's people love this and some people several people have shared it and said oh my god i've dreamt about an association rolling out a book club well this has been in the works for about 18 months actually if you ask Rebecca King Rebecca and I have been discussing this for almost 18 months we started talking about it during COVID Rebecca is a avid passionate reader and, and goes to several book clubs and I know she gets a lot of enjoyment from it and as we always say and as Kelly mentioned to us a few weeks ago how many of us have got bookshelves full of books that we've never read 
So this will hold us all accountable to get those books out and actually read them. So we've rolled out the Positive Bookworm Book Club, which will, um, there'll be four a, a year, so four books a year, but we're also committed where we can to doing one session each month on an academic paper. So if you want to join us for the first one, go ahead and sign up as a member. We start January 16th. We are looking at the book, Puppy Socialization, What It Is and How to Do It by Marge Rogers and Eileen Anderson. So what are your thoughts on our book club, Judy? I think it's going to be a blast yeah. because like Kelly, you know, I have all these books sitting on my shelf and I just think I should have the information. It should just radiate like, to me. Like osmosis. Yeah. You're sitting in your office and osmosis is going to pump it into and your brain. Honestly, if I can't get a book on tape, I generally don't force myself to sit still long enough to read. Right. So I'm all about audible, but yeah. this is force me. And, and you know, like you, I'll get a book and I'll listen to it on audible or whatnot. And then I'll go and buy the book. Yeah. And so, you know, I think it's really this is going to be a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to it. We might have a few kinks in the first one, but I think we'll get the mind out pretty quickly. Okay, it will be good. Yeah. All right, so the PPG Inclusivity Division, and we, we don't make a big song and dance about this because we think that it should be private and confidential, but we have awarded 20 scholarships to PPG members for the uh, Canine Scent event and the Advanced Handling Canine Scent event. So those of you that were awarded those scholarships, congratulations. I hope you will use them. And um, I have to tell you, I, if we could, we, I would I would give everything away for free. I love giving people stuff, but unfortunately we can't do that. But as Lorena Patti said, it's a wonderful opportunity for, for professional development. So well done, everybody who got those. Um, new PPG corporate partner, DigiWoof. So um, if you want to check out DigiWoof, go to the PPG member area. They'll soon have um, ads up on Barks and the Guild and a few other places. So you'll see more of DigiWoof. But yeah, um, DigiWoof are a digital company for marketing, web development, all kinds of really funky stuff. Um, their website's really impressive. They're super, super people. So check them out. Um, as members in the member area, there is a page called Vendor Discounts that has about 20 or 30 four by six postcards in there of all our corporate partners and other people who are giving membership discounts. So please do go check that out. Are you familiar with DigiWoof, Judy? Have you heard of them? I've heard of them, but I haven't really had the opportunity to look into them much. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, th I think our members will really enjoy um, some of the products that they provide. So that's a really exciting new, new update. Um, California legislation, not really a lot to update here other than the governor did sign in some new legislation last month. It's called the Dog Trainer Sufficiency Act. Basically, all it does, um, the bill is about this long, and all it does really is uh, say that if you're a dog trainer, you have there's got to be transparency. You have got to be transparent about any civil judgments related to your service or any criminal animal cruelty convictions. So, um. I think a lot of people were disappointed because they felt that so much more could have gone into this from both sides, by the way. Um, the other side of our industry didn't want to ban any equipment. We obviously wanted to put some constraints on equipment use and philosophy. But I think right now, most state legislators just don't have the stomach for any new legislation. So um, it's a step in the right direction. And we're glad that it doesn't um, work against us. So that's that. What else have we got? New proposed legislation to ban the sale of shock collars in New York. This is something else that PPG has been um, talking to legislators about. Paula Garber um, has some inroads there because she actually knows the one of the ladies that's working on that. So we, we have been able to get in, into that. 
and we will do everything we can to support that happening, especially with our No Shock Coalition. So feel free to jump in at any point, Judy, if you... Yeah. Yeah. Um, Barks Pets in the Guild. Sorry, go on. No, go on. I, yeah. I When we go to Pets and their people, I want to... I have a few okay. things to sure. mention about. Yeah. So. All right. Um, Barks in the Guild, um, standalone PPG publication. Go check it out. We've done some updates. Um, Paula has a publishing background, so she's been able to give us some really good feedback on how that looks and what how we should do it. So it's been changed significantly in the last few days. Um, and I also want to just mention at this junction, and Judy can jump in about pets and their people, that we are in the process right now at PPG of developing a massive new web platform that I will uh, I will add uh, alongside an apology was supposed to roll out by March of this year. And the reason it hasn't is because it's a huge project. We're basically taking our two membership sites, PPG and PPG British Isles, merging them together, creating a much more powerful platform. We are also merging into it the website from Pet Dog Ambassador, Shock Free Coalition, the Pet Professional Accreditation Board, and another one, which other one? And then um, also the Dog Gone Safe website, because Dog Gone Safe is now a doing business as a pet professional guild. So as you can imagine, we're talking thousands of members between all those organizations and multiple products. And we are using lots of new plugins and all types of technology, which has to be tested so that when we do go live, it's a seamless experience. So I'm hoping by January, we'll be ready to go with this. Um, it's been the biggest project by far that I've worked on with PPG. We'll be doing some testing of it, hopefully by the end of November which our steering committee will get involved in. So um, watch out for that. So for now, Barks and the Guild, um, we, we sort of stopped the website for a few days so that Paula could get some updates done to that to make it more effective. And some of the changes we've made there were also going to transfer over to Pets and Their People. So there you go, queued you up for Pets and Their People, Jude. There you go. So yeah. Pets and Their People, I don't know if you all have had an opportunity to look at it, but it is one of the neatest publications because the articles are written by pet professionals for pet owners, pet parents. Um, and so the nice thing is there's always something that they can learn and pets and their people offer them that additional education. So all of my clients, I give them the information to subscribe to pets and their people, or at least to go view it. It's free, which is nice. And also anybody out there, any of the members that would like to write an article for pets and their people, all the information, all the articles are greatly appreciated. I've even done a, a couple of yeah. little articles that basically you're writing your article as if you're talking to a pet parent. It's exactly, so exactly. And, 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 and let's talk about what the word article actually means, because some people, when they say article, they sort of think it means a six page cited and it doesn't. I mean, I'll give you an example. I went out the other day and I took a really short video of my dog transitioning from a walk to a run, which with my dog, the cue is, are you ready? And she looks at me and she's like, yeah, I'm ready. And off she goes. And when she off she goes, I go behind her. And I took a video of that and I thought, oh, that's really nice. I should show people that. So I, I literally wrote about three paragraphs. Yeah. Right. How, to, how to transition your dog from a walk to a run without using any physical force or, co or coercion. And mm -hmm. I just sent it over to Pam and said, I don't know if this is a, if this is any good for you. Do you want to use it? And I sent her the video. She goes, yeah, this is perfect. Yeah. And it took me about half an hour, right? It wasn't, I didn't have to sit yeah. for hours fleshing out an yeah. article. And Pam's amazing. Yeah. You know, it's like, wow. I'm so lucky to have her. She's absolutely fabulous. Yeah. You know, I, one day I had a client call me about, her dog getting on the furniture. Mm -hmm. And I start to type her response 
in an email. And I'm like, this is an article. Yeah. Right? I was just going to say, that's an ask the trainer question, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, you know, rephrase yeah. in a few different ways, took out yeah. her dog's name and it was an article mm-hmm. or a little graphic I have about how much dogs need sleep, how much right. sleep do they right. at what ages. So I just plug that in. It's simple mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. It's things that you're talking to your pet clients about every day. And Absolutely. so- you don't need to credit any articles or any mm. studies or anything like that. You just put some information out. Yeah. So all, and, it's all, it's all knowledge that you've got. You're just putting it on. It's short, short yeah. like, you know, two to 300 words. If you yeah. want to go longer, you can. So absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, I'm just looking at Aaron Jones's name here. Aaron is one of our wonderful members. He's also one of my, my colleagues and team members on the inclusivity division. Aaron's fabulous individual is just such a solid, um, he's a nice guy. He's a lovely guy, yeah. And Aaron was featured in the last box in the guild as a member profile. So um, we're always looking for members to, to feature. So if you want to be featured, you get a list of questions that you can answer, or you can just go ad lib and just give us a bit more. Paula does a great job of editing that down, and we can feature you on the box website. So if you're interested, go ahead and send it in. And um, this, I'm going to talk about this because a lot of I don't think anyone knows this actually. So. Our corporate partner program had had three levels, diplomat, ambassador, and what was the third one? I don't remember. How embarrassing. Ambassador, diplomat, and don't know. Anyway, we had three, three paid yeah. levels. We, we, and now we've got four, but it hasn't really been rolled out unless until the new website comes out. So level one is a corporate partner level that anybody who is a paid PPG member can join on to. So Judy, mm-hmm. you have a business that sells to trainers with your courses, right? right? Yeah. Yes. So as a PPG paying member, you are entitled to also be a level one corporate partner. What does that mean? It means that you get your name on the corporate partner directory and you have the ability to send us some artwork for a four by six postcard that goes in the member area advertising your programs. How cool is that? It's cool. Yeah. So I haven't done it yet. Well, I tell you why, because right now we don't have that number one level set up on the website because we haven't, it's because a new website is coming with a new website. But what you can do is still email support at, join it, send us your offering, and then we'll get your business promoted in the member area. So it's a really nice way for members to sell to other members, to promote their services to other members and to make other members aware of their offerings. Because as you and I always say, Judy, and this goes for everything we do, whether it's chats and chuckles or uh, events, we have got to focus and support those that support us. And that means PPG members, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, if, if I have two trainers to refer to and they're just as competent and one's a PPG member, that's where I'm going, right? If there's two, if there's two authors with similar books and one's a PPG member, that's where I'm going. And this is the discussion, you know, not to get too far off the topic. This is a discussion that we have a lot in the advocacy panel. Mm-hmm. I won't hire a pet professional unless they are a member of PPG. Right. I don't trust any other organization. Yeah. Um, I just interviewed some dog sitters and the lady that I interviewed, I, I know that she's not a PPG member, but I told her about PPG and she's like, oh my gosh, it's fabulous. Well, now I can recommend her as soon as she signs up to be a member. She has a qual- you know, all the certifications, yeah. qualifications, everything she needs. 
but it gives you comfort in knowing that you're passing on information of other professionals that you know are going to follow your beliefs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Well, that was a recap of our newsletter. Is there anything else we want to share while we're here? Oh, I'll tell you what I would like to share because I had to delete a post from the PPG member group. I think it was late Saturday night. I don't know what I was doing on my phone late, but somebody had put an, an, somebody had posted in there an advertisement to an event that was going on um, somewhere in the, uh, in the US, I believe. And I actually deleted it because first of all, it wasn't the 5th or the 20th. So we shouldn't be spamming our members. And secondly, they posted to an event that wasn't being hosted by a PPG member. And mm, this sort of yeah. ties into the same conversation, doesn't it? Because we're not going to promote events to our members that aren't being held by members for a couple of reasons. One, because we want to promote our members. And two, because at least with our members, they've signed off on our guiding principles. So we know that that educational experience is going to be the right type of education, the right, right. philosophy. We also sure. know if it's not, then we can hold members accountable. We can't hold a third party accountable. Right. And so if you're not a member, if, if you are a member you can promote in the Facebook group on the 5th and 20th your own workshops because you're a PPG member, or you can promote a workshop of a PPG educational provider, an approved educational provider. And mm -hmm. we have, through our scholarship program, we have a list of educational providers that are approved. Right. Please don't post links to events of non-PPG members because we're going to remove them. And I, I hate having to do that because I don't like to be the police. But... And somebody once said to me, why does it matter whether it's the 5th or 20th? And I'll tell you why it matters. It matters because, number one, we don't want to inundate our group with advertisements. And number two, it's not fair on our corporate partners that pay for membership. And um, if part of that corporate partner membership is having access to our member group and being able to promote their products, it's not fair if other people are then promoting third-party vendors that are not part of the PPG network, right? It, it, it reduces the value of the corporate partner program. And it also isn't fair to the members that hold off on posting until the right dates because they want to conform to the rules. So for well, one of not being a police officer, that's the, that's the why. It's also a safety net too, because I will tell you, I went to a conference one time, actually it was just a workshop, a two day workshop. I left by noon of the first day because they were not speaking the same language. Yeah language they didn't have the same ethics as me mm -hmm. and we have to be really careful because right. this this particular program looked very positive to me mm -hmm. until I got there and yeah goodness I sure don't want to want something yeah. to be seen on the PPG website absolutely yeah so it's only fair yeah. to the members it, it sets up a precedence yeah. I remember a few years ago Angelica was going off to a two-day workshop with a fairly well-known presenter and uh, I, by lunchtime on day one, she called me. I said, where are you? She goes driving home. I said, why? She goes, I'm not going to work around animals that are getting tugged and, tugged and pulled. Mm -hmm. And I said, it was that bad. She goes, it was awful. So, yeah. you know, often what you see in an advertisement is not what you see in person, right? right. So right. we have to be really careful, which is why we have approved educational providers. People like Pat Miller and Jean Donaldson and you know, Zazie Todd, these kind of folks that you just know right. it's solid education. It's well worth the money. Them, yeah. And they're going to support your beliefs and your guiding principles. They're not going to put you in a position where you feel uncomfortable. So, right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Lovely job, Lee. Thank you, Judy. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. I hope that was a fun, quick, well, it wasn't really quick, but I hope that was a fun audio 
of um, our PPG member news. And we will see, well, Judy will see you on Friday with her co-host Kelly for the Chat and Chuckle. And I will right. catch up with you guys next week for the PPG advocacy panel. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. Yeah. Have a great day. Bye. 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 Bye.